the badging era has started in Chicago. Woo-hoo! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Trio of Positivity podcast. We are your co-hosts, Chris Miller, and Vupin's not here, sadly. So he's going to keep on brand. It's just going to be me and Daddy Miller here hanging it's out. Probably for, a for the bit. best because we're the most realistic, smartest, awesomest Bears fans in Chicago. Uh, one of us is real, the other one is still a homer, but we still want to get everyone's opinion. We're, we have a uh, a poll on our stream. Is Badgent the guy? Yes, he is. No, Fields is the guy are the two options. We're going to see. Uh, we already have one vote for that, so we're going to see how that ends up working for us. Uh, we are live on Facebook. We do all of our reaction streams live. Every Sunday after a noon game, but if it's a later game, uh, we kind of wait for the, the following day because we are old and we appreciate our time. Miller, how are you today? I'm good. I am feeling good. It's always a good day when the Bears get a W. Hey, and with that good day, I say uh, cheers to you, my Cheers, Bubba. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sweet, sweet taste of victory. That's all I'm feeling right now. We are going to get the stats out of the way because one of us does not enjoy talking about it. So one of the main people of this game, Tyson Badgent, the Division II starter. Can we give the summary of the fucking game, bro? The Bears won. What more do we need to say? That they won 30 to 12. Yeah, Jeez. I was going to get there, but no one cares about the score. They care about Badgent. <laughs> that bad man Badgent is what people care about, okay? But yes, the Bears won 30-12. to 12. Tyson Badgent went 21 of 29 with 162 yards with one touchdown. As far as other stats that I want to bring up, because someone doesn't want to talk too much of stats, uh, Dante Foreman was huge today. Mm. 16 carries for 89 yards with two touchdowns. And probably my favorite stat of the day. Welcome back, Darnell Mooney. Four receptions for 32 yards with his longest being 11. It took forever for Mooney to get involved. Um, so it's great to see. We're going to be talking about some other stuff that uh, we felt was positive and negative about this game. But first, I believe Miller owes me and a lot of people an apology for what he said in the last episode. So I'm going to leave it to him. Whoa, 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 I'm going to leave it to him to see what he says. Man, I got this thing now. No, no, that's not how we're starting this. But what I will say. I think it's how we should start it. I'm not apologizing to you because my point stands. Division two records don't mean shit. But... There's a but. I have to say that although the Division II records don't mean shit, I believe with the knowledge that I've gained as I've become smarter this over the past week, I've gained more respect for Badgent. Agent Badgent. And the reason here's the reason why. The bottom line is is all that's been discussed is he is a Division II. College football record setter, setting records for the yards and touchdowns. Two player division right now, two. In the NFL. We're talking division two. We're talking schools that no one has ever fucking heard of. 
That's like, not true. There's a lot of Division Two schools that people have heard of, but go ahead. Okay, given. But no one knew where Shepherd University was until this until Badgent came into the picture. But the in, interesting tidbit that I found out this week, which kind of changed my mind on could Badgent actually be impactful, is so he's from the East Coast and he mm-hmm. wanted to go to West Virginia. He wanted that to get correct. a scholarship there and be the quarterback there. They made the mm-hmm. decision to go to a different direction. With that being said, Badgent had multiple other offers from schools in Division One throughout the area. But him and his dad made the ballsy-ass decision to focus on joining a winning program. They didn't want to be a part of a shitty program that was going to consistently lose for four years. So that is why they made the decision to go to Shepherd University. And therefore, he set records because they knew that if he went there, it would be a a winning culture. It would he would have success, and it could possibly set him up to be where he is today. So why does that change my mind? It changes my mind because he could have been D one. He just wanted to go this route. So what is it going to be a good move? As of right now, it seems like it's a pretty good move. It put him on the map because he was a record set, uh, record setter in D two. So. While I will continue to state that records in, T2, in D2 mean nothing to the future of the NFL, I will say that I am impressed with the kid, one, with how he performed today, and two, the fact of the decisions that he made with his college, with choosing his college. So it's not an apology to you. I don't ever fucking apologize to you. It's just an explanation on why I think this kid could actually be someone in the NFL. I still didn't hear an apology throughout all of this. Um, but as always, I was right. Um, there okay, is a, it's a little things. early to say I was right. I mean, I was right. Although I will say, and we'll kind of get into the the depth of it a little bit. Um, the offensive coordinator does not adjust for anyone. It was very clear today that that's the offense that he wants to run. And I can very much say with confidence, when Fields comes back, he's going to continue to struggle because that guy is not changing shit. And that's very sad to say. Because in my opinion, we were given a person that has the potential to be a star and instead of bringing someone that can help him grow with the with the assets that he currently has, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. I think we talked about this last week when we touched on the point that at the beginning, Getsy came out and said that he was going to formulate his offense around the quarterback and have the quarterback kind of create the scheme, if you will. Obviously, over these last two seasons, seeing him work with Justin, maybe you can say he did that a little bit last year by having him run more. But overall, you just it always gets back to his scheme. It's like he knows the his way, and maybe he has a slight detour to kind of help him for a little while. But at the end of the day, he needs that road to go back on his scheme, and that's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, the screen 
Although I will say, come on, I don't dude, know if don't I was... give me this bullshit about the screens again. What do you want to happen? He is a Division two rookie quarterback with his first no, start Miller, in the NFL. Miller, you we've give seen these guys screens with Fields. We've seen the screen with Fields. How well, I understand that, that but just don't talk two. about it today. No, then the Division two is it's irrelevant. We're talking about the play calling. The play calling alone is because he wants to keep screens in no matter who the quarterback is. No, he wants to try me? to get him into a rhythm, which is what he did today. That's the point of having those Miller, screens. I'm not talking Miller, about fields. I'm talking about Badgett. No, and this is what I'm trying to because tell you. Because today uh, there was a lot more wide receiver screams than there were in the past games. That's the whole fucking point. That is, You're okay with that? Yes. Do you Why? not know? Because he's a rookie quarterback on his first Miller, it doesn't fucking Do you understand the, get the point, getting into a rhythm? Getting into a rhythm is very important for a quarterback. So getting into a rhythm is having almost double-digit screenplays today. It was not that much. It Come was on. almost. Threw, it was more than he five. He threw the ball 29 21 times. He did not have 10 screen passes. But you need to get Close him into rhythm. It. You need to get him to feel comfortable out there. You Miller need to have him... Feel good about himself. That's what Miller, you need to do for a rookie can quarterback. Do three yard crosses, short dumps. You've seen short dumps with Mitch Trubisky, not, and now you're telling easy, me you prefer dude. the screen. No, oh, come. No on. one's saying I prefer to the screen. It's saying I'm saying I understand the screen. That's what you do when you have a rookie quarterback. You got to get him comfortable. I I disagree. That is the easiest play to do. It's oh. easy, but it becomes more predictable to defend in the future. It doesn't set them up for success. That's what I'm trying to say. He's not going to come out here and bomb the ball. Hold on. Time out. This is, you, you, you are not understanding what I am trying to tell you as far as why I'm You're bringing in this la up in la conversation. Land. No. So this is what I'm trying to explain to you. If... Getsy was to adjust anything for his quarterback. What would you say he adjusted now compared to what we've seen with Fields? What was different? Well, he's not going to throw the ball down the field. That's not the question. What was different? Because Fields didn't throw the ball down the field either. Yes, so he what did. Was no, he the didn't. last few games he did. No, he, he twenty yard plus. Yes, the Bears <laughs> led the league in twenty yard plus passes. Or second Miller. behind Miami. Miller, what I'm trying to tell you is very simple. It's Getsy did not adjust. That's very obvious. I saw the same. You know what I saw? I saw Fields except this guy was better. That's what I saw. He re he read through progressions. The screen I still disagree with. I still disagree with the amount of screens and someone in our group will agree with me because it's it's too many. It becomes predictable, and it's not about getting your you guy. Talk to him because he said he won't watch another down for the Bears game like twenty times this year. So that's just... fair. You are a hundred percent right about that. However, Oof. I what I would love to see, and again, I don't know what the what the <laughs> rules or uh, not the rules. I don't know what the rumors are at the moment for Fields returning, but two to three weeks they're saying. Two to three, so then we have Badgent next week? Probably. Okay, so Badgent is going to be playing a Sunday night game at the Chargers, is what we're saying. Yeah. Hopefully. Against old people or other players that used to play for the Bears. So that's going to be... One. Well, 
Still, a it's on the road, isn't it? I think it's in LA. You play away, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. My whole thing is, I would love to see different play calling. I feel like I'm seeing the same exact thing every week. I don't like it. That's my personal opinion. Miller's wrong about it. But let's go on with our agenda for the day. Uh, we have a comment from Joe Miller saying, Bilbo Badgen just nickeled and dimed his way to a victory. He carried the team. He got us there. He had a little swag to him, which I He loved. did have swag. That's for damn sure, man. I love. It was, um, it was fun to watch. It was. We all know uh, that he didn't really win the game. What won the, the game? Team. What do you mean? The, the, the running game won the game. Come on. Yeah, but he still led the drive. I'm not debating that, but I yeah. mean the running yeah, game was giving credit. Come on now. I'm I'm giving him, but the running game was going at 4.6 a clip. They got 173 yards on the ground. Deontay Foreman was playing like a freaking man possessed. Fucking crazy. Let's get into what are we doing? Are we doing the takeaways or did we already just ahead, do the biggest, takeaways? Go ahead. Let's do biggest takeaways for you. Go ahead. My biggest no, let's just skip it. Let's go to the positives because my biggest takeaway is a positive. Uh, you just you wrote you write the agenda for it to not be followed. Well, okay, we just had ahead. a discussion for fucking go 10, ahead. 20, go 15 ahead. minutes. Yeah, we always have it's a podcast. What do Deontay you mean? Deontay Foreman. Positive. Why the fuck wasn't this guy on the roster to start the year? This guy is came in last week when Herbert and the rookie couldn't play, and he has looked fantastic. He has ran the bar hard. He has held onto the ball consistently, doing everything this team is asking. The one-two punch with him and Evans, man, it's looking good out there. And he is the reason we won today. He had three total touchdowns, and he just was it was it was good to watch. He led this team. He was playing with fire, and he got rewarded for it. And I'm gonna just sit here and I'm gonna reflect on all the bad decisions that this regime has done these past few weeks slash months slash years and just be like and add this to the list because the fact that he's sitting here on the practice squad while Herbert's out there running not looking that great is a travesty this guy's earned playing time and I'm, I'm I hope he doesn't get benched because we have the rookie coming up and Herbert coming off IR he had <clears throat> excuse me he had an amazing truck hit in this game <laughs> fucking sent the guy flying it was great to see um I, I I will give you that. I think the biggest takeaway for me is, granted, we were playing the Raiders. Granted, it wasn't against their their main uh, main guy. No, can QB. we not say that? Because our yes, whole schedule can, sucks. You said the, no, our whole you said schedule the same sucks. thing about Badgett. You said the same thing about Badgett. So, what I will say is the defense played great today. That was another takeaway for me. The defense continues to hold teams to low scores very happy to see last week we gave up 13 on a loss this week we gave up 12 on a law on a win and it was very good to see jalen johnson with the pick six at the towards the end of the game was great to see um Hoyer had two interceptions Hashtag on pay jj oh we're going on that now we're going on that Come on, dude he was gonna it's be my weeks. other positive since you're just running through all the positives. 
Yeah, well, you, I said biggest takeaway. You want to do positive. I stuck it to the biggest takeaway. So that's my positive right now. It's the defense. The defense came and did work. I'm very happy to see that. Three good games in a row, keeping the teams under the quote-unquote benchmark of 25 points that was set before that. But JJ, two interceptions today, the pick mm-hmm. six, and, and then another one. You got to pay this kid. Like, oh at some God. point, you, you got to You just want to pay everyone? Good Who Lord. Who else am I going to pay? Who else did I say I want to pay? He's you pay like Badgett. What do you mean? He's making. He's probably making like hundred fifty thousand dollars. He's like hey, making nothing. Listen, he's like making nothing for you that. You pay Badgett, okay? No, as much as I'm joking, but I, you got, I will say you you kind of do have to start making like, like you that. you yeah. gotta start paying your homegrown players. I guess you I guess you can say he, they paid Komet. Yes, he did. But whatever, he didn't do anything today, despite your love. God, you gotta get Komet involved. How'd that go, Mr. Right? Well, there um, was another tight end in the game, mind you, that was involved. But go he's ahead. always yeah, there was the, the, a fifty year old. But you gotta pay JJ solidify something on that defense and just just pay the man come on he's one of the top corners in the league he's shut down he shut down Devonte adams sure brian hoyer was their quarterback but the bottom line is adams didn't do much after that first drive he had i think he had what how many catches that first drive like three or four or something like that and then he didn't do much after that i mean he had seven catches on the day but only 57 yards and this was after, mind you, after the MFR came out and said, oh, winning's not important. I care about my stats. And he drops the fucking ball in the end zone. Go F yourself, bro. Keep running your mouth. I feel like Miller's been around his kids that now he's just saying to go F yourself instead of saying the actual word, which is funny to me. Um, <laughs> so kind of dealing with, the positives. I don't know. Do you have more positives that you want to get into? No, I just we... want to do Foreman and JJ. Foreman and JJ. Okay, we kind of already took those. Um, I have one more positive. Um, DJ Moore, there was a stat out there that through the, his first seven games to start a season, these were the most, the most yards he's had so far. I believe that um, came up on Fox which I was kind of surprised to see that he is getting that much production. It doesn't really look too much today with the 54 yards, but he caught the ball eight times today. And I think that is something that... Screen passes. Screen passes does not help. And I don't (laughs) like it. But you know what? Thanks to you, Miller, we're going to go straight into the negative. It's fucking screen passes. And I've already said what I needed to say. So go ahead and go with your next. Larry Borum. Now, he might have had an okay game. I'm not going to give him the total shit. But I just remember that name. And there aren't very many negatives for this game. So I'm sticking to him because I remember hearing his name twice for holding penalties, I believe, at least. And maybe a few false starts. Come on, man. Be better. That's that's literally the only negative I have. I have very little. Uh, I do have one negative. Um, special teams. We did have a blocked kick for the extra point, um, which we are big fans of. Uh, Santos getting his kicks in. Um, yeah, but he also. And, but San, don't say special teams. Say what? special teams. Kick kick. 
Special teams. I mean, I don't know what more to tell you. It was fucking special teams. I don't teams. either. I don't either. But see, you can't blame Santos. He knocked through a 54-yarder. So positive to him, man. And we all know what's my favorite negative to say about the Chicago Bears. They can't tackle. Thank you very much. We got that part covered, and we got it out of the way. Very happy that we're all on the same page. So, took care of our negative. Oh, I'll we- say I got another negative. Oh, what's your negative? We only got one sack. Like, come on, guys. You can't get more than one sack on Brian Hoyer. Yeah, we're still going to lead the league and or be the bottom of the league of sacks again. Come on. It, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But, um, you know, I think the fact that we've got turnovers today makes me feel better about not having sacks. You know, no, you're right. You're right. I we got we got what three turnovers three interceptions, today? Yeah, three interceptions. We held Josh Jacobs to 35 yards, like Devonte Adams to 57 yards. Like you can't do much better than that for as a defense. Let's be honest. Punted three times. Um, I think there was one thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, was a time of possession. Uh, the Chicago Bears had 34, which I think was very much noticeable given the amount of drive. Like we both had nine drives. So um, is that more of the defense kind of, you know, taking more control or do you think that was more like the offense kind of controlling the rhythm? Yeah, Yeah, it was the offense. Come on. I think we had two drives. Our first two drives in the second half were like combined for like 15 minutes or something like that they were ridiculous one of them was eight minutes and i think the other one was like seven yeah they, they had were, such they were almost spot on yeah yeah they had some great drives the like i mentioned before the running game was on point all day leading us down the field Bagent was making the easy screen and short passes to make reasonable third downs that the bears were converting so um, it was definitely the offense controlling the the tempo and making sure that this defense was on the field lo- a long time. And then Hoyer just kind of gave it to us with the interceptions and the turnovers, the defense, and the, we turned it into points, man. It's all around good day. So with that, we are going to be cutting it short because the Bears actually won and we actually don't have much to bitch about, which I am very happy to kind of I can continue bitching way. if you want. Go for it. What do you want to bitch about? Your opinions. Even though they're right. Um the kid is getting opinions. the kid is getting good press. I I will say though I was very happy to um I was very happy to see the kid when he got the first down and he's trying to get the crowd in. I'm always I'm always a fan for that kind of stuff. Like get me hype. If you get me hype, I will be happy. He he needs to continue doing that. I think that's going to be something that I, I love. I love the swag that the kid has. I hope he, I hope that doesn't go away. I just feel like you need to dial back your expectations a little bit. Why would you dial if back If you the think swag? this kid's going to be, what do you mean? no, not the swag. We're not talking about the swag. This expectation of swag of throwing the ball down the field. It's not going to happen with him. No, right no, out the no. Gate. See, see, here's the thing. You're thinking that because I don't like the screens, I want him to throw 20-yard bombs. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a lot more creativity out there than just screens. That's it. 
That's what I'm trying to say. And you can't tell me that I'm wrong. We've seen you're it with wrong. other teams. I can tell you you're wrong. No, we've seen it with other teams. We saw it week one with Green Bay. How many screens did they fucking throw against us? I don't like, remember. Not a lot. And I can tell you that because it was very But again, it goes back to rhythm. I'm not going to sit here and talk that. I just think I, you have I to understand that. So an NFL These are the types of stat lines. NFL quarterback, in order to get rhythm, has to throw screen. That's the dumbest shit I think I've ever heard. He is a rookie playing in his first game Second. in the NFL. Second. Starting his first game <laughs> in the NFL. You need to get into a rhythm. That's why they do it. It's going to be short passes. He sighed he through the ball. The swag was there. Just let the kid go. Come That's on, what I'm trying on. to say. Come on, man. I can't, I, I can't believe we're arguing like... You just have these expectations that you think these guys can just come off the street and light it up, and it's just unrealistic. They're, they're, they're the, this, I forget what the stat is, but someone was saying a couple years ago, like, there are X amount of players in the NFL, and there are X amount of high schools and colleges of kids playing in, playing football. And the percentage of the people that make the NFL is one type of percentage, which is low. And then there's an even lower one of starting in the NFL. So <laughs> if, the, if the Chicago Bears, granted, we can talk about how they feel about finding talent or how they found talent, whatever the case may be. If they go ahead and they say, this kid is better than Nathan Peterman, I'm all Well, for they've it. already done that. That's my point. So if he already beat out someone who's considered a journeyman backup. I don't even think he's considered a journeyman. I think he's like a backup, backup of a backup but journey. But that's what I'm saying. If he's awful. The Bears could have easily have been comfortable. They but could he, have kicked the kid out, but he earned a job. So there's we saw today why he earned the job. He did great. He did yeah, great. he did beat want... out the the quarterback that is actually 2-0 and in P.J. Walker. He beat him out, and he is 2-0 and in his last two games against the Niners and the Colts. So, but, but. Tyson is putting up he's he's like you said he's got some swag he's leading this team he's he's looking like a quarterback he's making his progressions he's not going to throw the ball on the field it's not going to happen but unfortunately Joe Dinkin and Duncan might be what you see with the I, Chicago Bears going forward I can be very honest and I will say this because this is what we're going to end the episode with. If he goes and beats the Chargers and has a great game, it's going to be fun. It's, it's over. It's going to be a fun Fields episode. It's nice. Whoever bought Fields jerseys, go ahead and start exchanging them for badges. I think you keep the kid. You have to keep the kid. You win two in a row. You have to. There's, there's no other way of putting it. And as much as I enjoy... But what if he fields? does this again? What if he does this? What if he puts up 167 a touchdown and the, they, we rush for 170 or 150 yards and we win that way and the defense holds them to 12 points? It Are you really going to many... bench Fields? Yeah. Yeah. For that? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. W's over stats. W's over stats at this point. Unless we are ready to tank. If we're ready to tank, throw fields in. I don't care. <laughs> if we're ready to tank, just it's a, throw it's them gonna in be it'll be interesting. Because you have points. 
you do have points because what do you do at that point? Um, I don't. Although, if, although I I believe um, Eberflus did say that Fields is still the number one, but he did. But but that's coach Trubisky speak. was listed as a number one. He got benched. He came back and he won us some games. Listen, I think Badgett. Bad, we might have something here. We <laughs> we might have. You know how we have quarterback battles in preseason. I wouldn't be surprised if Eberflus is like, you know what? They're gonna fire me anyway. Hey Fields, you get the first half. Badgett, you're gonna get the second half, or vice versa, and then we'll see who wins us the game. I could I could see some stuff like that happening, and it's just like. I get what you're saying, but I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen personally. I just don't. <laughs> it's very much possible. So, with that in mind, uh, we want to thank everyone who watched. We want to do live. the positivity score. Oh, we got to do the positivity score. Okay, Miller, start us off. Um, I'm gonna sit at a three. I went down. I did. I went down. You want to know why? Because I am more concerned about the direction of this team than I that I was a, f- a few weeks ago. And from that being a few weeks ago or last week, I was ready. I was ready for the Caleb William hype train. But now where am I? I have a possible Justin Fields guy. Is he going to be the starter for the rest of the year? Is Tyson Bajant going to be the starter for the rest of the year? Are they even going to work with Tyson? Are we even going to get the first pick? I have no idea what's happening. And that's not a good place to be. So that's why I'm a three. Man, I did not think you were going to say that, given all the positivity that came out of you tonight. So I'm kind of stuck in a loop. I will say I'm at a 4.5. And the reason that I'm a 4.5 is because I can flip between 4 and 5. I love the fact that we won. Anytime that we win, I feel like you have to be at a 3. At minimum, a three, right? Mm-hmm. The reason that I'm at the half is because the play calling is what's scaring me. Avoiding the screens, a conversation. If we become a run-heavy team in the future, and then we need our quarterback to bail us out because the running is not working, I think we're going to be in trouble the rest of the season. However, if the run game seems to be working, and working in our favor, like any other good football team, if you have a good running game, your QB is going to have a great day. I don't know where the Bears are at the moment. The center played great. Badgen didn't seem to have any issues with, with the ball. There were a couple high ones. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, there were a couple slow ones, like a slow thrower here and there, which I, I don't know if they're asking for it or the grass was like, I don't know what it was. But that's why I'm at a four and a half. If I believe that the run game is the difference maker and we are going to do it again next week, you will hear me say I'm a five. If I don't have the run game, I'm a four. That's why I'm at a 4.5. I will say, though, if we lose next week, I thought if we lost this week, we would have been in full tank mode. Um, but if we lose next week and then the following week, Fields comes in and we lose, you bench Fields. You save him a little bit. You get him ready for the next season. You can't bench him, dude. But I just have a hard time. The team is not going anywhere because the trade deadline. You need to be able to trade him. 
We're not, we need to so be able we to had, trade if him. If we were going to trade him, we, ha- we would have had to trade him. You could still trade him in the offseason. Well, that's fair, too. But what I was trying to say is we can't trade him during the season because the Flues decided to say that he's the number one guy. So because he said that he's the number one guy is kind of the Bears putting their flag on the guy. And that's where I kind of disagree that's with okay. a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. So... I will. I kind of like your score. I think, given that the Chicago Bears have given us a whirlwind of experiences today, um, that that by far this was very satisfying to see. This was a satisfying win. <laughs> you don't think so? It's satisfying, but I go back to my positivity score. It's confusing at the same time. Because, like you, you said, you have, a, you have a division score. two coming a quarterback starting division his first NFL game, starting anymore. his first NFL game, and he is looking better than Justin Fields. But you can't say division two anymore. You can't. He That's was relevant. Yes, I can. It's relevant. It's, it's irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. It's irrelevant. He was. He's looking better than Justin Fields. He's looking more comfortable, like you said last week, and that is concerning for the overall direction of this team. But thank God we have the Carolina Panthers first pick, and we're probably going to get the first anyways. But then that puts us in an even dumber situation because now we might have two quarterbacks that we're going to try to battle for the overall starter position. With If Badgett wins this week coming up and, and, and tinkles with the next one, you have to put him in conversation to be a starter next week or next year. There's no – you can't ignore that. No, it's fair. But, again, I go back to how he looks and how many yards – and if he looks no, like a competent see, quarterback. But see, you 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 say that, and the last time, I can't remember the numbers that Fields put up, but we were talking about how he had high num- or low numbers, yeah, high but touchdowns. But you have to understand, Chris, I was, I was like, do I have to call you CJ? <laughs> you have to understand, Chris, like Tyson doesn't hold onto the ball too long. Like he gets the ball out on time. He progresses. So what I you're mean, he doesn't put up the numbers. Yes, he doesn't put up the numbers. But he's also a Division II quarterback starting his first the NFL game. Division II doesn't so matter anymore. I'm not going to sit here and say that he's like the godsend, but I'm also not going to sit here and say he's no he's a nobody because he looked good out there today, and hopefully you see improvement. It's just like you said, we're in a tough spot because you don't know where to go, but it's fun. I, bears. I know where to go. I know where to go. Yeah, you need you want to go trade for Mitch and get him back. <laughs> Listen. I love me, Mitch. You know, I love me, my Mitch. Don't get me wrong when we're talking about the the Mitchster here, the MVP of the greatest franchise ever. But Mm. the thing is with a rookie quarterback, if the Bears really wanted to be fruitful with their money, they're like, we can work with this kid. You you have to give your flus another year, and sadly, you have to either upgrade your offensive coordinator or keep them which i just not get into this let's end this shit uh, listen i'll just end it with this is that next year if the bears really wanted to you trade fields you bring in an amazing lineman for the money that comes in with that and you you ride badging for another two years if he wins the next two weeks so with that we're gonna go ahead and end our episode with the podcast recording we will stay live for those that are watching on facebook uh, for those wondering, we do have some numbers regarding if Bagent was the guy. We want to thank everyone for voting with us on this stream. And it looks like we are 
Oh, where we have yes, he is the guy, or no, he isn't. So we want to thank everyone who participated in voting that. But we're gonna go ahead and end the end the podcast here. Thank you very much for listening. We will be on Thursday to talk more probably about this game. We're gonna get Boopin's thoughts and his score. We're also gonna be getting some other shenanigans because basketball season is upon us we're also going to talk about the blackhawks see how they're doing so we want to thank you guys for listening this has been the trio of positivity podcast please follow us on all social platforms trio of positivity or trio of pod on uh birdie or whatever no not birdie that's not what it's called. twitter we got that win baby we got that w bear down thanks for listening <laughs>